Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Beauty in the Network podcast. Today, I just want to have a real conversation with you. So lately, I have been in my Instagram stories um, and on Instagram Live a little bit, just kind of giving you some insights in on me growing my business, what the process looks like, some things that I'm focusing on. And one of the things that I just mentioned in my Instagram stories um, earlier this uh, Monday was I was talking about the messy middle and the messy middle is basically the transitional period where, you know, you are a bridal beauty artist or if you're not in the bridal beauty field, like you've already worked to get your business to a point where you have the money coming in, right? You might have already had a team, right? And the thing that you want to do is you want to create an exit plan for yourself, right? So this means that you're going to have to have a messy middle or a transitional period where you are really analyzing, doing a little bit of self-reflection. And to be honest, these were the things that I avoided. And I'll talk a little bit more on why I avoided that. But you really want to start analyzing, like, what do I want life to look like as my business keeps growing? Maybe you are wanting to get into hosting workshops, education. Um, maybe you want to be a, uh, edu- uh, not an educator, um, a coach. Um, or maybe even just have like your own uh, product or course, right? So there's so many different avenues that you can expand your brand um, in whatever direction uh, resonates with you. But here is what I was mentioning in my Instagram stories is that the other branch of your business that is supposed to be your exit, you don't want to accidentally recreate the same hustle and grind and overworking yourself in a different version of your business, right? So if you know that you really want to do workshops and teach other um, artists how to do hairstyling or makeup artistry, don't accidentally get so caught up in the grind and, oh my gosh, bookings are coming in and you book yourself Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in a different area of your business because we're only focusing on the money aspect. So one thing that I will just kind of give my, my, my observation, what I, what I see in the online space is that there are a lot of, you know, um, coaches popping up, which is amazing because, you know, you can learn from me, you can learn from Sue, you can learn from Kathy, you can learn from Jody. There's so many of us that have so many different lanes of expertise, but What I see happening so often is, I don't want to say shaming, but when someone can share like, oh my gosh, this is how much money I'm making, uh, you can do this too. Sometimes we can start getting into comparison mode and we start feeling like, oh my gosh, well, this person was talking about how they were over here and now three months later, now they're doing this and I've been doing this for eight years or 10 years or five years or 12 years or whatever it is. And you start to just go into a mental funk, right? And the reason why I said in the very beginning, um, some of the things that I used to avoid when my business was growing was doing like analyzations right now I call it like my quarterly audit so like please believe that anything that I do in my business it is for a specific reason because <laughs> one of my uh favorite people that I uh I 
listen to, uh, she calls herself a lazy entrepreneur. And listen, friend, if I could do nothing, I definitely would. But I do things that are necessary and essential for my business to grow. And so I can see how the progress is going. And so I can have self check-in checkpoints with myself to make sure, okay, are we on track? Are we being consistent? Are we doing the things that we are needing to do? Or are we procrastinating? Are we just doing busy work, right? So those check-in points really help me. And some of the questions that I would ask myself around that time frame is how many hours am I working in my business? Um, how many hours would I like to be working in my business? What are some things that I can cut out? What are some things that I absolutely need to make the time for, right? So those are just some like bare basic questions. But some deeper questions that I started to ask myself is how does my energy look? How am I feeling at the end of the day? How do my tasks make me feel, right? Those are some deeper self-reflection type questions. And these were the main questions that I would avoid. Because if you are new here, uh, my background, I am from a uh, single parent household. I saw my mom work, you know, a bajillion jobs um, when I was little. So when I got to be the age where I could have my first job, I literally on my birthday got a um, job application and I just started working and I was in the hustle and the grind. And, you know, the, the reason why I was in the hustle and in the grind is because I knew that whenever I do decide to have a kid, yes, I was thinking about this when I was young, but when I do decide to have a kid that I want to be there and not that there is anything wrong with how my mother did what she had to do. Um, you know, I'm in the middle of three girls. So she did what she knew how to do. So there's no shame or anything to what she did because she did what was necessary, right? So when it comes to the different opportunities and the different avenues that we have now for the online space, it can be very easy to operate towards your dreams, the reality of how you want your business to look, but sometimes the emotional baggage or our past experiences are the things that are leading us and guiding us and helping us make the decision that's either going to hurt us, hurt us or help us, right? And what I mean by that is that hustle mentality is all that I knew and all that I did in my bridal beauty business. So I found myself, you know, from, you know, no clients to really understanding how to market my service to, you know, expanding into a team, um, my team being booked out, me moving across state and, when I moved across state, this is definitely where I had a lot of self-reflection to do. That was in 2019 because I found myself, you know, driving to Charleston, driving to Asheville, driving to Raleigh, driving to Savannah. And, you know, most of the places where I travel to are about two and a half to maybe three, three and a half hours. And if you are driving, you know, two and a half to three hours, there is three hours, back is three hours, but you still have to service your client, right? So if you're doing a wedding, of course, that might be uh, four or five hours. If you're just doing a trial run, maybe two hours, but most of my day was spent in the car, right? And that is when I realized, okay, my body is telling me, girl, sit down. 
<laughs> and the only thing that I can think of is why would I slow down when this is what I was asking for? Why would I slow down when business is actually, you know, performing in the way that I always wanted it to, right? But here's the thing that we don't um always think about when it when it comes to business and progress, right? We just take the results that we get as the results that we get. But here's what I want to tell you. When you start to put your CEO hat on, not the makeup artist hat, not the hairstylist hat, okay? Not the team owner hat, the CEO hat, where you are looking at different ways to make progress in your business. And progress can come in many areas. Progress can come in the uh, effectiveness of your systems that you are building. The progress can come in the automation that you are taking time or the job position that you are building out so that you can start releasing some of those tasks and duties to somebody else as your business grows. But here is the progress checkbox that we sometimes forget. How are we emotionally, physically, mentally making progress as CEO of our business? So I always just like to push through um, whenever I would kind of go through a, uh, a burnout phase, right? And, you know, just like what I was talking about with the driving here and driving there. And, you know, if I was doing that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you better believe that when I came home, I was drained. I didn't want to have a conversation. I just wanted to, you know, eat something quick and go to bed so I could wake up and do it again. Wake up early, drive across town. And, you know, to me, like, I was excited that I was able to do that, that I was able to serve my clients. But as months went on, I realized, okay, going into the future, this is not going to work because how I'm feeling right now, I cannot do that any longer, or I'm going to be laid out on the floor, right? So when it comes to the progress, when you start to really ask yourself, like, how am I doing as a CEO, you know, emotionally and all of those things, this is the checkpoint that I really want you to ask yourself, because sometimes we can get so caught up in looking at how much money somebody is making a month in their business, or, you know, what things they're building or what things that they are creating in their business to, you know, help them hit that income level, you know, that that will come for you. That will come for you. But when we try to rush the progress, this is where I feel like sometimes we can put way too much on our plate at one time that we don't want to do anything at all. For me, I know that is definitely how I operate. If I put too much on my plate, I'm going to say F the whole thing. I'm done. <laughs> right? So until I kind of revisit it after I, you know, I get myself together up, uh, up top. But when it comes to you actually making these decisions of growth in your business, this is why I tell people you want to start growing in phases. And the reason why you grow in phases is because when you are really taking time to, you know, sit down and really create the, the mapped out blueprint of how you want business and life to look like for you, the thing that we sometimes forget is that you are in charge, right? And if you see someone online who is doing amazing things in their business and you can have that amazing experience as well, do not get me wrong, friend, is we build a copy paste version of somebody else's business. 
right? And this is where we don't have anything that really allows you to be your authentic self. So I want to kind of give you a little tip and then I'll kind of close out the talk. It's a little quick little talk. But when it comes to having a copy and paste version of somebody else's business, you don't necessarily know if that version of how they're operating in business is hurting them or helping them. You don't know that. So I really want you to be aware of the things that you want to look for. And this is why that self-awareness, you know, emotional um, evaluation as a CEO, that's why those things are important. And I, like I said before, I would always kind of push through and that's because that's what I had to do. That's what I saw my mother do. That's what I saw my family members do, right? If you are, you know, a person of color or um, maybe you were just, you know, raised in a single parent household or, you know, whatever situation or scenario where you felt like you were about, uh, dealt a rock hand. Um, you might have been in situations where you saw, you know, some some really, uh, you know, self-challenging, self-challenging situations where you saw people do what was necessary in order for them to make sure that they were okay, their family were okay. But here is where that carries on into our business. And this is where I like to call it like the illusion, right? So I was, you know, sitting down and I was having a little bit of self-reflection um, because it's Scorpio season, friends. My birthday is coming up. Um, but I was just doing a lot of self-reflection. And one of the things that I was thinking about was all of the times where I masked, you know, emotionally what was actually going on behind the scenes. So I would remember... <clears throat> excuse me, going to, you know, coffee, uh, coffee shop dates with, you know, planners, photographers, um, other hair and makeup artists doing, you know, networking events. And, you know, people would say, oh my gosh, Jasmine, I'm seeing you online. You're growing. You have a team, girl. You're doing it, girl. You are goals and it's, you're amazing and all of the things. And people would just, you know, give me all of this praise and it would make me feel uncomfortable. But one, I'm getting used to speaking about myself because it is a part of growing a business and, you know, sharing your story. But, you know, when people would praise me and say, oh, my gosh, girl, let's go. I'm like, girl, I'm tired. You know, like, girl, I'm tired. You know, I had three coffees this morning, <laughs> a Red Bull last night. And, you know, of course, as a business owner, like when you show up, you know, you are going to put on your customer service face. You are going to smile. You might go to a wedding, but your back is killing you. And you just, all you want to do is sleep. <laughs> but you know you have to show up for your clients' events. And this is the this is the illusion because sometimes as a business owner, we end up taking that home accidentally. And we end up kind of getting stuck in that illusion or that mass, right? So when we are taking that mass of, okay, I got to show up and I got to be amazing for my clients so that I give them an amazing experience. It's a wedding day. It's an important day for them. And then you go home and then sometimes, you know, your family 
or the ones who are around you, they get the exhausted version of you. They get the tired version of you. They don't get you at your 100% best self. And maybe for this season, maybe you are looking at different ways where you can start shifting out of that, right? Out of that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Maybe you start by, you know, tiptoeing into looking at your calendar to see what day of the week or what, you know, weekly routine you're going to be on and off for weddings so that you can start gaining back your time so that you can start creating time for the things that mean the most to you, that matter the most, right? So there's that. But how I want to end this conversation is if you are growing your business right now and you know you want to get into education, you want to become um, a mentor, you want to be an educator, you really want to share everything that you've learned, whether it be, you know, makeup artistry, hairstyling, business, whatever it is. If you want to share those talents, those skills that you have accumulated along your own journey, and you want to share it with other people in the community, I want you to know that you do not have to burn out. You do not have to take every single thing that comes your way there's going to be you know distractions and there's going to be opportunities that are meant for you right and you have to have that self-awareness to really understand what is going to align with you and in order for you to do that you really have to slow down slowing down is not going to kill your business slowing down doesn't mean that you are not being smart. It doesn't mean that you are are not being, you know, a business owner, right? It means you are preparing for growth. You are preparing for that next level in your business. And if you don't even know where you are right now with how you are building and how you are growing, then it's going to be hard for you to try and add in more things on top of that. So take time. Understand what you want. Understand what you need so that you know exactly what you need to build. And after you know what you need to build, go out and find someone. Ask for recommendations. Post wherever you want to post, right? Ask for recommendations for somebody who is specifically, right? you know, working in that field, working on those specific things that you are looking for, because that's how we find people that align with what our needs are so that we know as we're building and as we're growing, we know what our expected outcome is going to be so that that way we don't accidentally, you know, recreate the hustle in another version of our business. So, those are all the things that I wanted to share with you today. But what I want to tell you is that I do have a free masterclass that you can actually check out like right now now. And it's a 40 plus minute masterclass. And I talk about the three mistakes that bridal beauty artists are making that's keeping them in hustle mode and capping their profit. And I talk a little bit about, you know, expanding and knowing when to launch and how to set up your yearly calendar and really gaining control of your time as a CEO so that you can build with intention or hire with intention, start a team with intention, so many things so that you can stop putting your personal life on the back burner and letting other people start to help you 
run your business with the proper systems and positions that you create in your business. So if you want to watch that free masterclass, it's going to be in the show notes description. So you can click on it and watch it right now. And if you enjoy it, just screenshot it. Let me know over on Instagram at beauty and the network and tell me what your favorite tip was. So that is all for today, my friend. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I hope you enjoy these kind of like real conversations, uh, business progress um, chats, because I'm adding in, uh, you know, new flows to the podcast. And I'm really excited about it. So other than that, bye. You enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.